When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to chat to a man who knows exactly what Ken Hinckley is like in the coach's box and probably more importantly, what he does to prepare a team. It is exactly what Ken is doing now. He spent the last 10 days plotting the downfall of the Lions at the Gabba. It's one of the hardest tasks, if not the hardest task in football, coming to Brisbane and trying to knock off the Lions. Maybe it's made even harder When you add in the one percenters, the one percenters like this, Daniel Rich yesterday addressed his teammates and said that this year will be his last. Firstly, thanks for coming for the, uh, the, obviously the occasion. Um, Yeah, it's a big crowd just to announce that I'm stepping down as uh, player fines commissioner. Uh, (laughs) And and jacket organiser, so yeah, a bit emotional about that, but... Um, it's about time, um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, been thinking about, obviously, yeah, it's been obviously bubbling away for the last few days um, about what I'm going to say, and it's, um, words are never going to be able to really, I suppose, sorry, express how I feel about um, everyone here in this footy club. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to make um, so many strong friendships and I've learned so much about myself as a person um, from a whole variety of people. Obviously, there's everyone here in the room now that has made the last um, patch of my life, especially been so amazing and so memorable. Um, but there's been a lot of people that have come before that time as well, and I thank them. Um, I'll in due course thank a lot of people because um, I'm not retiring tomorrow or today. I'm retiring at the end of this season. and. There's still a lot of water going to the bridge in both grades and I'm really bloody excited about that. Um, I really believe that this group has everything it takes to get it done and um, I want to be there for every, every part of it, whether I'm out there or not, um, supporting you guys. The one thing I'm, I'm lucky to, to be able to say is I'm a better person that I've been part of this footy club for so long. I've met some amazing people and played with some amazing players that have taught me not so much just about footy, but about life. Um, and I've learned so much over the, my time here. I just wanted to let everyone here know how grateful I am for what they've done for me, starting with Fags. I think if it wasn't for you, to be honest, I wouldn't still be here, I wouldn't still be playing. Um, I remember when we first caught up in our first meeting, you, you said to me, mate, your, your best footy's ahead of you. And I think I was probably 26 or 27 at the time. And I thought, wow, like, this is a coach coming in who, who's given me that belief that my best foot is ahead of me and that was really powerful and I, I probably ended up playing the best footy um, from that point onwards so thank you mate I do really appreciate that um, what you give to uh, our players outside the, the footy field um, as that father figure around the boys is something that's pretty priceless so thank you mate as I said before I'm so amazingly blessed to call you my teammates but more importantly my friends um, that means more to me than, than anything else and it always will um, I know I'm one of the old boys floating around, but um, you definitely keep me young at heart. Um, so 
getting to roll in the doors has been yeah, just an amazing achievement to be able to call what we do work. Um, so I thank you so much for that, boys. Um, and yeah, for the rest of the staff I missed before, thank you so much. Yeah, apologies for the, the tears and going around in a few circles, but yeah, it's a, a pretty crazy, crazy thing to um, be somewhere for so long and then um, having to say goodbye in a way. But as I said before, we've got a pretty exciting month ahead, boys, and, and everyone here in the room. Um, the club's in a bloody good position. I'm so excited to be a part of that in, in whatever way I can. So let's go get it done. Good job. Yeah, a, a very emotional Daniel Rich yesterday and his teammates were emotional too listening to that. It's hard not to choke up. His, his wife, Lauren, uh, his kids, Indy and, and Sandy there uh, as well, listening to that. I wonder how much impact that will have on the group. Well, let's ask a man who's been there and done it before as far as winning premierships, as far as being inside the inner sanctum of a footy club. And he even played on Daniel Rich. Dean Solomon, a very good morning to you. Um, You were at Frio when Richie was just starting out in 2009. Do you remember the the, the blonde-haired kid from Brisbane who looked more like a surfer than a footballer? I do, I do. And uh, he started with a bang as well back then. And uh, he's been a great recruit, hasn't he? He's played some... Fantastic footy, and um, I think initially he started as a midfielder from memory, yeah. and um, and then moved uh, into the back half of the, the field in the sort of second half of his career. But uh, geez, he's been a good player, and and just listening to that audio, then he spoke unbelievably well. Um, the connection between himself and Fags is, is obviously really strong, um, and it's an exciting month for him. And and it does, I, I think it does, it does have an impact on the club. And, in particular, your teammates. When one of your one of your stalwarts, uh, a guy that's been there for a lot, such a long period of time, um, who's played at a high level, um, yeah, that that has an that has an impact on you. That has an, a real impact on you as a teammate, um, as someone who shared the journey and, and someone you're going to miss. And it just gives you that little bit extra um, to to completely empty out for the last month and make sure they get the job done. Not a bad coaching ploy then to, to have that uh, up up your sleeve as well. The, the, the little 1% is almost the, 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 the intangible stuff that you can't really put a, a figure on how many goals it's worth or, or how much it'll get into the boys. What about the stuff you can put your finger on? Dean, Brisbane, and I'm asking this of all my guests this morning, are, are, are you confident or are you concerned as, as far as Lions heading into this weekend? Uh, I'm sure. I'm a bit unsure, only because uh, Port Adelaide is an exciting brand of footy and, and, and a brand of footy that can, if you're not defensively on, you can get opened up quite quickly. So, um, I mean, Brisbane's record home strong. It's, it's been great this, this year. It's been fantastic. They've built really well throughout the year. And I think they've probably gone under the radar to a certain point. Um, but then finals comes around, you have a weekend off, they freshen up, both sides freshen up. Um, and, and I just feel that I just feel if they were playing a different side, I'd have more confidence. But Port Adelaide bring an element of um, excitement, enthusiasm. There's an element of youth that just play carefree, carefree footy in the sense they're not scared to make mistakes. Um, and they, you know, they can, uh, the coach Ken Hinkley has that um, has that in in, in them. So uh, they play an exciting team. It's going to be a great game. I think it'll be high scoring. I think it'll be end end footy, um, which would be a great spectacle for all the uh, all the crowd to see. Um, but they're going to have to be on their game, Brisbane. 
You do know what Ken Hinckley can bring to a team. You're obviously alongside him at the Suns when you were both assistant coaches, part of the coaching setup there. What's he doing this week? What's Ken Hinckley doing to try and upset Brisbane at home, which is, well, it's got to be the hardest road trip in footy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's up there. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you used to say sort of heading west was, was one of the hardest trips, but it probably with the, the WA sides coming off a little bit the last couple of years. Um, uh, I, I guess, Kenny, knowing Kenny, he, he's a mentor of mine. Um, as you see, I've coached with him for a couple of years and learned a lot of him. He's, he's unbelievably thorough, so he, he doesn't leave any stone unturned. Um, He'd be maximising the opportunity by his assistant coaches, making sure they study all parts of the, the ground, so the, the defensive unit of Brisbane, the midfield of, uh, of Brisbane and the forward line of Brisbane. Um, he'd be looking at, at Lockie Neal. He'd be looking at where he could place Dunk, Dunkley best to, to take away one of... Uh, sorry, he'd be looking at Dunkley. Where's Dunkley going to go? Who's he going to come and, and play on? Uh, is it Butters? Is it Rosie? And how does that then... Um, does that force the hand of, of another... Uh, key midfielder to, to like Ollie Wines to, to, to come on board even more so or, or sacrifice his game a little bit more. He'd be looking probably maybe at the ruck, looking at Oscar and, and the way that he's been playing, the form he's in, and, and maybe to the point where Kenny, you know, he's sort of jostled around. He's, he's ruck, rucks a fair bit this year. He's been unsettled a fair bit in that space. He's had Hayes, Finn Mason, uh, Lysette. Um, it's an area they sort of lack a fair bit. Um, and he'd also be looking at his, his, his defenders and, and the Brisbane forward line. Um, you know, Hipwood, Danaher, they're, they're really potent. Who does, he, who does he have to play on those guys? Who's best suited? Um, does Trent McKenzie get up? He's been injured. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really... There's a lot of little, little um, fascination, fascinating matchups and, and, and tactical nows within this, within this game. There's a lot of little things you need to get right to win this game, and, and, um, and, and that's for Brisbane as well. Um, as I sort of mentioned, the Port Adelaide midfield is, is so potent and they're so young, so they, they play with, with a real no-fear attitude and, and that can be really dangerous, but they also can be exploited if you, if you get it right. Dean, with your coach's hat on, is there a way of using a, a ground or a team that you have a bogey against or a ground that you find it very difficult to win at? Is there a way of actually turning that and using that in, in your favour? I, I don't know, is in a, hey, no one expects us to win or something like that. Is there something you could harness and would it be something that Kenny would be doing? Oh, I think, yeah, absolutely there is. I think it comes down to the early stages of the game are really important because if Brisbane get their tail up and kick the first three or four, within in the first 10 to 15 minutes, okay, their confidence goes through the roof. So Kenny be looking no longer, well, no further than the first 10 to 15 minutes. And, and that would be simply... Um, it would be simply probably a tweak to their, their current game plan where he might say, let's just play a little bit... It's almost like facing the new ball in cricket. Let's, let's face the first three or four overs and not play any outlandish shot. Let's just play safe. Let's just um, keep it all in tight, keep it close, um, and, and not get opened up early. So we're at the 10 or 15-minute mark of the first quarter. If it's nil all, that's a massive win for Port Adelaide because then they can get to work with their natural game plan. And so he'd be looking at how does he take the crowd, crowd out of it early, and then he'd be looking at their key drivers. He'd, he'd be looking at Lockie Neal. He'd be looking at Oscar. Um, uh, and, and the way that he's uh, using his hand in the ruck, where does he, where does he, um, where does he tap the ball that allows their mids to get onto the outside? Um, he'd be looking at all that tactical, tactical stuff. He'd look at Charlie Cameron and, and how he can ignite a crowd. So how do we, how do we kick the ball away from his area? Um, there'd be a lot of little facets of, the, of his strategy that be going into the first ten to fifteen minutes, just to make it nil all, and then they work their way into the game. 
I look back to round one and the, the teams, how they lined up. Um, Brisbane were in front at half time, but then Port came back with eight, eight unanswered goals uh, straight after uh, half time in, the, in that third quarter. You, you look at Dunkley, who had just come to the team. Uh, Will Ashcroft was there, again, new to the team. Daniel Rich was mm. in the back line as well. So, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at it going, well, hang on, it's a very different team now. They've got a lot more cohesion. That There's a new look, especially in that defensive line. Is there much you can take out of that game, round one, uh, down in Adelaide, which was the first time in five outings that Port had got the better of Brisbane? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a way. You always take, you always got to take things um, away from the game when you previously play a side. And, um, throughout that game, there'd, there'd be the coaches in the, in the coaches' box who were taking notes, and, and part of their review throughout the week, they'd be taking notes on little areas they felt like they exposed, exposed the opposition side. So there'll be some tactical stuff that would have flushed out from that early early game. Um, and the fact that you said the Port Adelaide come home strong, well, 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 they did that last week against Richmond, the week before against Richmond as well. So they are a side that you need to play right into the final minute to, to win the game. Um, they, they won't go away. They'll keep playing that that no-fear brand of footy, which which always allows them to be in the game. Um, so, yes, there'll be some stuff they've taken away. Um, there, there is, I mean, they've settled into the season now. Uh, you know, even like you talk about Ashcock, he's not there. There's, there's the key personnel that's not there as well. Um, so there's a take, but there's also, um, you know, 25 weeks of football that's, that's sort of gone on yeah. from that period of time to now. And, and both sides are playing either better or a different, slightly different style of footy. Um, so and, and as we know, finals finals bring the best out of out of people too. It can either bring the best out of players or, or some people some players. So it can get a little bit overwhelmed and, and go missing a little bit too. So um, I think there's also a, there's always a lot in, in, in looking at the, the key drivers of the opposition and looking how you can take away their, their natural game um, because that's a that's a massive win. Um, you know, Dunkley, as you said, been a great pick up for Brisbane. Like I'll be I'll be shocked if he doesn't go to Butters straight away and just try and put it like. He did it at the Q clash against Rao, I believe it was, and, and Rao up into half time was dominating that game. Uh, Dunkley went to Rao and, and just put him to sleep in the second half. Then Brisbane get their game going and, and they win the game comfortably. So they can't wait. I don't think any either Ken or or Faze can wait and sit on their hands when it comes to tactical um, matchups. They've just got to get the right player on the right opposition key mover and put them to sleep really early in the game. Made a fascinating insight as always. Thanks for letting us pick your brains. Dean Solomon, part of the SEN family, SEN AFL Nation, the home of finals here uh, on SENQ. And, of course, you can hear the power and the lines go head-to-head Saturday night from the Gabba. It's going to be an intriguing battle. Lions fans, Brisbane fans, are you more confident after hearing that? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Or do you have concerns? We'll get to your thoughts on the other side of this.